Xbox on. Game on, baby. Wow! Hello and welcome to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast, the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. As per usual, I'm your host, Ross Miller, and I'm joined by, she is the captain of our ship, it's Sophia Harris. Hello. And everyone's favourite mod, sort of, it's Reese. That's a definite sort of. So anyway, welcome to this very European edition of Xbox One Party Chat. Uh, because there's no Americans on, we can actually record at a decent time. Right? And, uh, I feel like 8.30 is way too late, you guys. Oh, sorry. <laughs> way it's, too late. It's 9.30 here. Um, but, yeah, Clay is sick. He has been sick for weeks now. His his precious money-making voice is uh, is just on the blink. So, hi, Clay. Feel better. Yeah, get pass, better. Pass into the iris. Is, is that a reference I don't get? It's an Overwatch reference. Uh, that, oh. Okay, okay. Can I can I say something before we get into the podcast to make everyone hate okay. me? Yeah. No. I've never played Overwatch. <gasps> oh and my I, god! And I probably never will. Get out! This, this get is my out. podcast. Listen, I was <laughs> once. You are going to regret this decision in ways you don't even understand right now. I was like you. I was one of those kids who were like, the youths play this and they like it. I'm not going to like it because I'm, I don't know, a hipster or whatever. But then I tried it and oh, oh my God, it's the best of times. I just don't like uh, uh, competitive shooting games very much. That's what I thought too. Uh oh, uh oh. It's okay. It's okay to go over to the dark side. It's very lovely here. <laughs> Have you played it, Ross? Yeah, and I really like Overwatch. So, I, I think, I think um, I'm the what? only person. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. So that's, that's <laughs> you know normally we start the pod by talking about what we have been playing instead of what we haven't. So how about I lead the charge and Ross, what have you been playing this week? Well, a certain listener of this called Phantom is going to be very happy. I've been playing Titanfall. Oh, no, number two or one? Two. Well, why, why do you say it like that? Lots of people also play Titanfall one. Yeah, no, no, I, I get that. But what I mean is, is I have said multiple times in this podcast that the beta put me off. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, man, that Why? was a bad decision. Why did it put you off? Uh, I just didn't enjoy it, Sophia. Like the, the, I know it was a technical test and you shouldn't read into it, but that is my hands-on time with the game. Mm-hmm. But now I've picked up the game and they have sorted any issues that they had. That is a lot, a lot of fun maybe halfway through the campaign, and I am seriously enjoying it. Uh, and all the hype that that game got is fully deserved in my mind. I am really, really enjoying it. That's oh. good. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, I, I, hype actually isn't a good thing. Yeah, well, look, I like being proved wrong with games. And oh, every yeah. single person I spoke to said, this game is really, really good. You have to try it. So I tried it, and I enjoyed the multiplayer. The free weekend just passed. So I bought it. And then I started playing through the single player and I was enjoying that even more. I was taking breaks from the single player to go into the multiplayer. And as soon as I get in tonight, I'm just like, I want to go and play some more Titanfall. 
So, you know, they've got me proper hooked and that can only be a good thing. Nice. So you're saying that you were proven wrong about a game that everybody said was good, but you didn't want to play it. And then uh, I see what you're you doing. Realized, here. You real no, no, you realized <laughs> it was totally worth it. Hmm. I wonder who could learn that from that lesson. Yeah, I know. It's 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 almost like some people here have played uh, have played Red Dead Redemption too. It's just really weird. <laughs> that was a nice divert there, Reese. I know. Oh, We're well on the topic of you, Reese. What have you been playing this week? Oh, what what have I? Nothing. I, well, actually, no. That's a lie. Um, I have been very, very, very busy in the past week because I went to London and Ross totally didn't come and say hi. <sighs> I went to Finland. Oh, that, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Uh, but yeah, so I went to London and it was great. Um, I had coffee and lunch with the always awesome Agostino Simonetta, mm -hmm. the director of ID at Xbox for for um, for the, the Europe. That's where we are right now. I, I couldn't remember the name of the continent I'm standing on. <laughs> and uh, uh, hi, Ago. Um, th thanks for thanks for having lunch with me. It was great. Um, uh, and I had a great time. Never been to the UK before. H have you been, Sophia? I lived there for three years. You lived there for three years. Okay, that would yeah. explain your English. But yeah, it was it was great. Uh, <laughs> I was actually pleasantly surprised. I don't know why, but I didn't think that uh, that I would enjoy London as much as I did, and I was very happily, uh, very happily proven wrong. The best thing about London is that everyone, but the UK in general, is everyone's just so nice. Uh, what? So I'm serious. <laughs> c c no, compared to compared to Finland, like compared to Scandinavia, and, yeah, and like. It, the funniest thing, though, it, it can frustrate me. Uh, this has got nothing to do with games, but I'm going to go on to a small tangent here, and that's uh, in, 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 in Scandinavia, we are all very efficient and we are very single-minded and we, we, we file like our public transport is on time to the second. And so when I go down yeah. into the tube, the tube is fantastic. It goes everywhere. It runs quickly, except it's full of Brits. And you all are too polite. So when 400 people need to cram into this tiny, tiny train, yes, everyone's like, oh, sorry, excuse me, pardon me. Oh, yes, frightfully sorry. I'm coming through. Excuse, would you mind? So just get on the train. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Everybody's really friendly. I'm glad you like London, though. Yes, I had a great time. But even better than London uh, is I had a very, 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 very rare treat. <laughs> I'm funny. I went to go and visit Rare. Nice. Right? So anyone who doesn't know, everyone knows who Rare is. If you don't, you're you're just you're everything that's wrong with people. Rare have been making games oh. for, for like 40 years. Um, so uh, Rare doesn't actually have uh, an office. Calling it an office is a bit of an insult. Rare has a farm. Like, to... To get to Rare, you have to catch a train for like an hour and a half out of London into the middle of nowhere, a tiny village with like six houses. And then you have to drive from this village for about a half an hour into the middle of nowhere. Uh, and they have this huge 100-acre property. They've got ducks and rabbits, and they've got a big pond with their own dock. And they've just got this huge, huge complex that's just full of of everything rare, like as you walk down the hallway, it's, it's a fanboy's dream. You know, as you walk down the hallways, they've got these 
these guild. If, if anyone's played Rare Replay and they all the stuff has these weird sort of distinctive gilded uh, gilded photo frames around all the games and stuff you can choose, that's actually a reference to their walls. They have along every wall these same gilded uh, picture frames with like concept art and pictures, and they've got like every single piece of merchandise that they've ever released just sitting around everywhere and everyone was super nice and it was one of the coolest things i have ever had the pleasure of doing so uh emma i know you're listening and thank you so much it was a dream come true but the reason i am ranting so long about this is because i got to play again sea of thieves oh yes and it was a slightly well not slightly it was very much more advanced build than the one that they, people were playing at Gamescom. You could actually do stuff. I'm not allowed to tell you what it is because I signed papers. <laughs> but I what can say, I know, right? But my favorite part was actually the part where the, the twist at the end where it's like with the aliens and, and like the, the whole thing being a Matrix-style simulation. Genius, rare genius. <laughs> but, uh, mm. but, but but no, um, it's good. It's It's really, 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 really good. Like, so you were you were really saying good. that you traveled somewhere that you didn't really like or you had this this thing in your head that you're not gonna like this place, and you you tried it out. And it's gonna be one of these podcasts, wrong. isn't it? <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I'm just. I'm just saying. Okay, you yeah. got me. You got me. But also <laughs> before I before I before I pass the thing on and actually ask you about what you've been doing. Um, I'm just going to keep talking about Rare because I was also a guest star on the Rare podcast about Sea of Thieves, which has come out yesterday in the the realm of actual time, which is tomorrow for us. But anyway, um, go and listen to that and and, and you can see me in glorious 4K and enjoy the detail in my skin pores or whatever. I I wasn't audio in that one. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I love the the shameless self-promotion. I love it so much. Right? Well, I mean, it's it's, it's tied into this because they they invited me there because of the podcast here because we've had Emma and and the other guys on the podcast here before and we're going to have them uh, again in the future and and we, we talked about the subreddit and we talked about the podcast and and i i totally forgot uh what it is that i do like when when they when they when they, <laughs> i totally flummoxed the opening intro and i hope they keep it because I, I i i stuffed up good but uh yeah so it's not entirely self-promotion it's like cross-promotion and ross could have been there if ross wasn't such a <clears throat> if ross wasn't so <laughs> dedicated towards his family and job oh anyway Sophia, nice <laughs> I have been uh, experiencing <laughs> tranquility with Overwatch. Oh, better Overwatch out. Better and, and Overwatch out. What? One to a hundred times. How much better is this game than Battleborn? Uh, a lot. A lot. Okay. A lot. It's it's uh, it's so good. It's so much fun. It's so fun. It's and playing it with people you know is even more fun. And it's just I'm having there's so many different characters to learn and it's oh it's so it's so much fun and like I've I've become a person who cares about skins I never cared you're about one that of those people before. I never cared about that stuff I was like it's so dumb people are you know working around to get skins and now I'm like I 
I got two skins yesterday and I was so happy. Oh my god. My soldier looks like oh, they all look so cool. I'm so excited. But yeah. They actually do have really cool character designs. Uh like you can no one yeah. can take that away from them. They are they're so beautiful and just the fact that every character has it's not like uh, they're all different, blah, blah, blah. But it's like they all function differently and you can use them differently and they work differently uh, against the other players. And it's like all of these things you can sort of uh, look into and build up. And like we, I streamed yesterday uh, on my Twitch channel, Swordfish Kiss, if everyone else is going to do promotion. Yeah, uh, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we, I, I did a team of all Torbjörns and it was just so dumb. But it was so much fun. Just, yeah, everybody was building turrets it was it was so silly but it was so much fun like the fact that you can make dumb stuff like that too is great and the new maps are awesome i played on the ptr so i played the new symmetra and the new map it's all super fun love it 10 out of 10 super fun <laughs> well this is a podcast about what's been happening in the subreddit so let's find out what's been happening in the subreddit this week you're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. This week in the subreddit. So, Ross, what has actually been happening on the subreddit? Yep, so uh, user TJ Camping posted something that I do not care about, but Mass Effect Andromeda has a gameplay trailer. I think so, it was during the Game Awards that they showed it. Yeah, it was. Uh, we can talk about the Game Awards much more in depth later. But uh, so, Ross, this is a game that a lot of people tend to like. But you said no. I can't even. I can't even take on Sophia's <laughs> patronising tone of voice. Um, I'm sorry. Did we? That's no, fine. Did we all see it? I've not yeah. seen it. No. Oh, okay. You should. You should at least watch it. It's. It's one of those. It's. It's a new trend in trailers I've noticed recently. I. I like to think of them as like an. The tr- like a video game infomercial because you have like this this guy with a sort of authoritative yet informative voice and he does the in Mass Effect Andromeda you will yeah. travel across the galaxy and perform these actions and do these things it's it's pretty good if you have no idea what Mass Effect is anyone listening uh, what's it like on Mars firstly uh, secondly <laughs> it's it's worth watching it basically explains all the ways you can play the game shows heaps of different gameplay like it's 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 like no bullcrap trailer you know it doesn't have any cg doesn't have any anything it's just here's the game here's how it plays here's some of the stuff you can do and it's it's quite nice what do you think about those trailers do you think trailers should be only gameplay related or do you like the more cinematic ones i like them both i i don't understand why so many people get all all pissy about something not showing gameplay it's like well gameplay is subjective and by the very mm-hmm. definition of gameplay you must be playing the game but you know why why, why can't we have both uh, i, I, yeah, I like both i'm i'm a sucker for cinematics and the only reason is because i kind of like the element of surprise when i sit down to play a game no i totally get you and i mean sometimes the the um the cinematic trailers can be so iconic and so well done that it just sort of transcends criticism. I mean, think of the classic Gears uh, Gears of War trailers. They didn't show any gameplay, but they everyone no. knows them. Or or the Believe campaign for Halo Three, like that that had people literally getting the feels, and it didn't show anything about the game at all. 
<laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's it's super clever. But yeah, yeah, I just I just I just uh, brought it up because yeah, I remember because PSX was recently right. Yeah. So I remember a lot of my friends when they said we're going to show Last Guardian, they were like, turn it off, Mm-mm, not gonna watch it. It's gonna come out in like three days. That was a weird choice. I thought I was like, all right, you're probably gonna mention Persona Five and you're gonna do this and that. And then I was like, okay. And I think that's sort of a yeah. I just just thought about it. Just yeah, it's uh, game trailers are very intricate, beautiful, delicate things, and I don't know. Too much gameplay might be too much, but that's story based though. What do you think, Ross? You're awful quiet. Yeah, well, first of all, you were talking about Mass Effect, so I switched off. Right. Um, <laughs> I like the what of the feels type trailers, like mm-hmm. the, the Gears trailer that you referred to when it was going back in the past and it was like Marcus and Anya with uh, their kids like, growing up and things like that. Oh, the Mad World get, trailer. Oh. Yeah, all the Mad World trailer. I get more from that um, than I do actual gameplay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it sets a tone and sets my hype up a little bit that my imagination runs riot with what I expect this to be. Yeah. And quite often I'm disappointed by the time I watch gameplay. But, like, I still hands down think the best trailer I've ever seen for a game, and it isn't Gears, actually. It's um, the Division trailer, the New oh, York yeah. trailer, uh, the Christmas. Oh, uh, that, the was, Div- that was really powerful. Like, that, that made me just stunning. want a movie. Yeah, it, it was absolutely stunning, and you know, it maybe never translated to the full game, but what they were going for worked with me. That also just reminded me of the the famous Dead Dead Island. Dead Island trailer. I was just gonna mention. Yeah. It. yeah, Dead Island. I completely agree. That's that's definitely one of my favorite trailers of all time because yeah, it did exact same thing. And also mentioning yeah. zombie games, I remember Left 4 Dead too. Those cinematic trailers, I was like, yes, the the Left 4 Dead two like drew me in. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so excited. I want to cry. Because, yeah, when it's a sequel, you sort of know what you're going to expect. So why show gameplay when you can just build up the story instead? Left 4 I, Dead 3, please. Uh, I'm going to cry if that happens. I will literally... I will... Cr- oh, I'm going to cry so much. Oh, you have no idea. Oh. <sighs> anyway, uh, also this week, um, something that isn't in the show notes, but I was quite <laughs> excited for, oh. is during the Game Awards, another trailer, or a trailer drop, should I say, from Psyonix about the next Rocket League update. Where we're going to get a free new arena and a premium battle car. So we're going to get. What's a premium um, battle car? It's one you buy. Well, <laughs> okay, so uh, no difference. Just, just it's fancier and costs money. Yeah, basically, there's, you can't unlock it or want it in crates. You can only buy it. Uh-huh. That's it, basically. Um, so you're going to get uh, basically a Starbase Arc arena, mm. and you will get the. Premium DLC battle car. Oh, it doesn't say. It doesn't say what it's called. Oh, the Vulcan. The Vulcan uh-huh. car. But also, there's some really, really smart things that the community have been asking for. Uh, and that was, you can now customise your training so that you can actually make your own training modules. So if you're particularly got a weak part of your game, you can actually go into the training mode and set it up to repeat. That's so nice. You can keep on trying it. That, that's sort know, of what that's going to make players better. That's like a mainstay of um, uh, fighting games for a long time. Yeah. So that, yeah. that makes sense. Seeing is this game is so um, so competitive. Exactly. Exactly. But also arena preferences. Okay. So that means that you can apply likes and dislikes to a particular map or mode. Okay. So that that 
particular map or mode will not come up when you're doing online searching as much as what the other ones are. So if you don't particularly like Canal or, um, yeah, the Aquadome or something like that, you can basically, or Neo Tokyo, because no one likes that. Well, the maps are the same. exclude that. No, they're not. Yeah, they're all the same. No, they're not. I mean, the, the size of the field's the same in every one, right? No, they're not. They're not? <laughs> every single one's different. It's different shapes, different... Hmm. Like, some of the more recent maps are totally different. I, haven't, I don't think I've played the recent maps. Well, I only played Rocket League when I've got a bunch of friends over, and it's like, okay, four-player split-screen, go, start, start, start. Like, no one's, <laughs> no one's paying any attention to anything. So, yeah, my, my opinion is not really the best to listen to here. <laughs> I'll, I'll defer to your expertise, Mr. 1010 Hours. <laughs> well, basically, all that it is is you can just exclude some maps. It may still appear if there's no other games going, but it just means if you don't like one particular map you can basically try and exclude it from your matchmaking, which is a well-needed and great feature. Psyonix, the company that keep on giving. You just mentioned briefly the Game of the Year awards, and I mentioned it earlier before, and I think I'm going to skip ahead through the, the notes. Let's just let's just talk about the, uh, the Game of the Year awards, shall we? Did you guys watch yep. it? Well, I watched the Game Awards, not the Game of the Year awards. Oh, I'm sorry. I watched it. I was up I way too late. After. Oh, oh that God. was on late for here in the UK, but I watched it the day after. I actually quite enjoyed it. I think gaming awards are fun, or like just gaming events are fun for two things. One is just talking about games and seeing nerds get together is super awesome, and we have a great community. And also cringe. I love cringe. There are more some There's really so good cringe-worthy cringe moments that I just love. Like one of my favorites was when Nolan North was gonna accept his award. Uh, <laughs> and he walks on stage like before he does it he like uh, high fives a lot of people right mm. and the last dude he misses his hand and like just like reaches it behind him and almost like slaps the dude <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of stuff I live for that kind of stuff like that's the best oh I love it so much so, so <laughs> and like the the one girl who almost called um oh she what was she talking about uh the fan base of a certain game and she she uh she was gonna say users but she almost said losers like that kind of stuff oh my god it's the best so you but like all those were... those remixes and remakes and and abridged versions oh. of them that come out afterwards too yes the main one's out already probably <laughs> cat oh my god go watch it I, I yeah but i i also think this year a lot the most majority in my opinion the who received the awards were worth it I also really love uh, Jeff and Hideo's bromance. It's a long-running bromance. I was, I was like in my head. I heard like Titanic music in the background talking about him. Like, I don't know. I think it's adorable. There are a couple of the the different categories I disagree with. Well, let's let's um, uh let's go through the categories. The biggest one, Game of the Year, was won by yeah, <coughs> yeah, Battleborn. Oh, Overwatch. <laughs> no, oh it was God. Battleborn. I, was really I mean, happy Overwatch. Oh, I think it's completely accurate because, you know, some people might argue maybe Uncharted should have won, and Uncharted was no. an incredible game. Incredible game. But if you look at how many people are still playing Overwatch, like, that is crazy. People love it. It's so good. It's so much fun. I, yeah, I, I think all of the nominees were worthy, but I completely understand Overwatch winning. And you don't, because you don't play it. And I probably never will. Next. You will. Best Game Direction, which I think is probably the winner for Stupidest Award. Um, 
Don't Blizzard, know. next. Uh, best it's best you... studio. That's all that we're looking at. It's best studio. Basically, you yeah. You gotta realize what they've done this year. Well, in that case, in that case, yeah, I suppose Blizzard have done done very well and for themselves. I, I completely agree. There are some categories further down the line that I am really iffy about, but we'll get to those. Okay, so best narrative. Now, before I read this one, I'm going to read them because I think this is just an absolute cop out when it comes to the the winner. Uh, so the uh, the narratives, the narratives, the <laughs> nominations were Firewatch, Inside, Mafia Three. Oxen free and Uncharted Four, and the winner was Uncharted Four because money. No, because worth it. Uncharted Four story disagree. is absolutely juvenile. But if you look at the other nominees, unquestionably Uncharted was worth it. Compared to Inside, are you telling me Uncharted Four has a better narrative than Inside? I think so. I think so. What are you ten? No, I'm a. Have you ever who... read a book? <laughs> I'm up on my high horse here now because th- that, that story is bad. Now, it is a really entertaining – like the Uncharted games have really entertaining um, action movies, summer blockbuster, fun with friends, making quips while you murder hundreds of people and destroy priceless artifacts kind of stuff. It's fun for what it is, but it's not a good narrative, especially compared to stuff like Oxenfree and Inside. It's well, why do you not... think – what is it about Inside that makes you feel it's worthy? Inside is just a much, much, much better story. It's original. It's thought-provoking. It's well-written. It's perfectly paced. It makes you really think about – you know, afterwards, you just have to go outside and reevaluate your life. Um, here's my – here's It gives sorry. you the feels. Yeah, but here's my argument. I feel like it's way easier to create a, you know, quote-unquote perfect narrative with puzzlers and shorter games than it is for a long action-adventure game. I feel like that is so difficult to create a story for something that should keep gamers uh, engaged and actively like, having fun, like action-adventure fans. The Witcher 3. Them. Yeah, well, I guess. 150 yeah. hours. Better yeah, story Witcher 3, than but Uncharted. That was, we can't compare to last year. Okay, no. then. Uh, the Witcher 3... Um, what was the Blood expansion? And Blood and wine. There you go. You <laughs> I did win an award, to be it fair. Did. Like it won an award, which I disagree with because it's a DLC. Okay, let's let's move on because we're going to be arguing for hours. Well, it doesn't matter what I think about that. Oh, I go for it. Quiet. Yes, listen Ross, to all your points. Please, Ross. Please. We are game fans on this podcast. It's an Xbox podcast, but one of the my biggest things that I hate is that Naughty Dog are not on Xbox. I think Uncharted was a worthy winner. For the story, or just because you like Uncharted? See, this is a problem. People are like, I like Uncharted, so it should win every category. Maybe no, I just I... didn't understand Inside. I think it was a great game, but... I don't know. I stand by my argument that a big action-adventure that manages to have a storyline that doesn't is not complete crap and keeps you entertained for so long and you can still go back and play it, that is more worthy to me than a shorter puzzle game where it is technically easier to create something of a story because you also know that you're you're making a puzzle game. It's for a certain audience who wants exactly that. I feel like everybody sort of could play those action-adventure games. It's more of a broader audience. You have a lot more people to satisfy. I'm, I'm, I'm than, sorry, but I just, I just cannot agree with you on a philosophical or a, or a uh, objective level. You don't play Overwatch, so nothing you say matters at this point. <laughs> okay, you got me there. 
<laughs> Just <laughs> saying, man. You haven't played Game of the Year. The next what award? kind of person are you? Best Art Direction. Inside, which is weird. That's worthy, though. I think Overwatch has better... Uh, I think Uncharted 4 <laughs> has better art direction. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think so, because this is more about the aesthetic. It created a special aesthetic for itself. Uncharted didn't create anything it did. That's aesthetically true. new, but Inside created something aesthetically new. So if it was that or Absu, I would completely... Yes, I think they did something... I mean, it's it's a creative Absu achievement, too, not just technical. If it was just technical, Overwatch I would... could have been well-deserved for that as well. I think so, fair. too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think I think the creative part weighed in a bit more than the technical. Because if it was just technical, I would say Uncharted, undoubtedly. Yeah, but it's, yeah. I think the creative yeah. was a lot in this. Like, what's the most creative and different looking? And you can look at it for three seconds and you know that that's inside. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's that's totally valid. Uh, totally valid reason. I, I, I agree with you now. But, <laughs> Good, uh, now go play Overwatch. No, the next title... Uh, best music slash sound design, and it was collected by Doom, which is is awesome for anyone who loves heavy metal because the the music in that game is is great. It's like Fear Factory and Nine Inch Nails had a baby. Yeah, it's not only that though. The sound design in Doom was really, really, yeah. really good. The sound like, effects were awesome. Yeah, like just the, every gun had its own distinct sound. You knew what other characters had in multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and things like that. It was, it was very smart, and that was a well-deserved winner. I, think, I also, uh, felt, I also felt really bad for... Really good. I also felt really bad for the people at the awards who did not like heavy metal. They were like, oh, performing live! I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> what about those people who sat in like, the front row? Like, oh, they don't no, matter! Oh, heavy metal yeah. doesn't care if you like it or not. That's why it's if heavy metal. Like, yeah, if you didn't like that or hip-hop, you were just screwed for this award. You were just like, ugh, what does music become? <laughs> So, and the best performance award, which yes. goes to either Noah North or Troy Baker each year, went to Noah North, North this North. year. Yeah. <laughs> for Uncharted 4. They're, they're basically all the voice actors ever. Okay, so games for impact, which is an interesting kind of category. Um, the winner was That Dragon Cancer. Have you guys played that? Very famous. No, I have not. No, but I thought that was the most, uh, how should I put it, human moment of the award was his speech. I thought that was beautiful, and I thought that was uh, putting us back to earth and realizing uh, games have different um, goals, I guess, yeah. purposes. Mm-hmm. So I did. I really did enjoy his little speech, and I thought that was worthy, and I think, yeah. That sort of grounded us before I went back to, you know, commercials and, you know, uh, product placement and talking yep. about games. Like, they are the, the most amazing things in the entire world. Like, that put us back into, okay, we've got a beautiful social message, you know. It was good. Yeah. It was beautiful. Nice. I, I, uh, respect, man. Well, we're, nice game. Nicely made. Well done. Um, next was Best Indie Game. Um, and the winner was Inside. I think absolutely... No question here. For me, yeah. For me, it was if, if Inside, Hyperlight Drifter, or The Witness won, I'd be happy. So um, those I'm were the three that I... Hyperlight yeah. Drifter got, uh, got a mention up here. I know it was popular, but I didn't think it would get a nomination. So that's that's nice. We also had the, the, the developer from Hyperlight Drifter on here at one point. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Best really? mobile or handheld game Next. was 
Pokemon Go. Yeah, I was so happy. The best thing to happen in 2016, I tell you. So right now, one of the mods, uh, hi Ryan, he's crying because he hates Pokemon Go with like a passion that I cannot even explain. Is it still doing well? Because I literally know no one that's playing it now. My girlfriend plays it every single day. Whoa, that's crazy. I stopped too. It on and let's Pokemon. She she because you know we walk everywhere. So just yesterday. We were walking home from a store and there was a, a new gym that had just popped up and it had a really low-level uh, gym master. And she was like, oh, crap, we've got, I've got to get over there. Like, I can finally I can finally beat someone at the gym. And so we, we hurried over there and there was like 10 people standing around with their phones doing the same thing. It was like, god damn it. <laughs> I love so. that. I love trolling gyms too. I had a friend who like uh, took over a gym like a level 10 caterpillar or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the funny no here i think pokemon go honestly is one of the best things to happen in 2016 not because it was a perfect game but because people went outside and hung out with other people and forgot about how crap this year has been it was fun everybody was happy we were doing stuff that reminded us of back when we were kids or uh there were kids being like this looks dumb and i just wanted to punch them in the face because they don't realize what real pokemon are they are charizard that, that got serious. They got real dark real fast. Yeah. <laughs> also, no, but also, I really, I think it's the best thing that happened just because, yeah, people were outside. You could talk to anybody. I was walking around in LA with like a Team Mystic shirt. People were like, oh my God, me too. And we started talking just randomly. Just, hey, now we're friends. Like, it was so socially awesome, I think. That's that's great. That, it really was true, actually, that it really did, for a moment there, at least make gamers briefly social. Yeah. And speaking of things briefly, that briefly. speaking of things that are not social, best VR game. Am I oh. right? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about Segway. That's Res right. Infinite. So the best VR game made last year is a game for the Dreamcast. I was surprised. I thought it was Batman. I was 100% sure that Batman was going to win that one. I liked Res 15 years ago. I think I <laughs> Oh, Jade. I, I like Job Simulator the best. That's the one I've had the most fun with. Yeah, I would agree with that. Job Simulator would have been so for me as well. Fun. Just throwing crap around. Like, I would go into that uh, the the car mechanic place and I pretend to be like an angry Italian mechanic and just throw shit around. Oh my god, it was the best. But, I mean, I, I haven't really played the Res, so I'm not going to say anything, but I was certain that Batman was going to win that one. Kind of surprised, but... Res is great. Yeah. You can even pick it up on Xbox uh, in HD without without VR. It's it's a good game, That's especially true. if you like trance or electronic music. Mm. Oh my god, I live for that. No, I don't, but it's okay. You know, they actually released an accessory, uh, a vibrator for Res. Not the kind of vibrator you're thinking <laughs> of, uh, but a small uh. a small thing, roughly the same shape as a mouse. <laughs> not making it better. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was roughly the same shape as a mouse, so it's only for a certain kind of person. Um, <laughs> And it would it would vibrate in time to the music. I'm sure not joking. Yeah, it, it, sure it would. It it had a really funny name too. I'm gonna to very quickly. Sorry, Reese. I'm just staying quite silent here, just wondering if this is gonna be cut from the podcast. But where where did this this instrument go? The, it, 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 here it is. The the Res well, Trance Vibrator. It's. It's 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 right here. It, it, Google it. There's even an article about it on the Verge. Google vibrator. I know it's going to pop yeah. up. Yeah, what my wife uses this computer. Well, so... well, seriously, it was it was a thing, and it it still exists. You could find it. I mean, 15 years ago, it, it was a. <clears throat> I mean, it's from Japan. 
But where did you well, pay? Well, I guess. What do you mean? What do you mean? Why did I know about that? No, where, where do you, you where put do you it? Actually, where do you put it? Wherever you like. Oh my god, you're making this worse. <laughs> if, you, if you own one of those, you're not going to get any action. Speaking of action, <laughs> best action game went to Doom. Let's oh, move you're, on. you're doing well. Yeah. You're, you're I know. like a pro. I'm, I'm great beat, at it. It beat Overwatch, so I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> best action adventure game, because actioning and adventuring are not enough on their own, was won by Dishonored 2, which I think was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, me too. I thought it would go to Uncharted for sure. I thought yeah. it would go to Hitman, the game of the year. You like Hitman? I love Hitman. I'm that is it. such a surprise for me, so yeah. Okay, mm. so best RPG, and this is the one that I'm sure you want to talk about, so take it away, please. The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, Blood and Wine. I just, I have nothing against The Witcher 3, nothing against Blood and Wine, just it was weird that a expansion won against Dark Souls 3. That is just beyond me. Just, yeah, and yeah. I mean, Xenoblade Chronicles is great too. Yeah, I that, that was just I thought that it's not unworthy of an award, but best role-playing game, I felt kind of like. Err. I mean, World of Warcraft Legion is also up there, so that was yeah. kind of lazy with nominations this year. Best sports slash racing game. Okay, before I begin, it is a total cop out that sport and racing yeah. is combined together. FIFA is not like Forza, and they should never be compared at all. That yeah, said. Forza Horizon 3 won. But yeah, I also agree. Sports and racing, putting them together is kind of weird. Right. Yeah, like, you can't really compare them, but Forza Horizon 3 is a worthy winner. But yeah. is that just down to a lack of quality racing games that just did no competition? I yep. think it's a lack of sports exactly and that. racing games that putting them in, like, separate categories would be like, there'd be, like, three nominations. And you know what I mean? Like, in, yeah, and yeah. when it comes to racing you. games, I mean, there's only, there's two big heavy hitters at the moment, and they're... Well, they used to be, and that's Gran Turismo and Forza. But Gran Turismo is just a ghost at this point, and they haven't made a decent Gran Turismo game in like 10 years. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. So basically the only – anyone who anyone who wants a racing game buys Forza. Anyone who wants wants a, uh, an arcade racing game buys Forza Horizon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, true. that's true. That is true. And the fact is – um, PC now as well has made a big difference. Yeah. So, so moving on. Best, best multiplayer. multiplayer game. Worth it. Overcooked. A hundred percent worth it. Overcooked. Although I gotta Overcooked. say, I had a, I've, I've had a lot of Overwatch come at me. I've I've had a lot of fun with Overcooked too. Just local co-op, super fun. But of course, Overwatch are gonna win it. Like my God, it's it's so big. It's esports big. I mean, that's the crazy thing. It's yeah. Definitely 100%. Okay, so here's an interesting one. Most anticipated game. I don't the like that category at all. Zelda. I'm I don't like that category ex- at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that, that should exist. But still, Legend of Zelda. Hell yeah. No, I'm just going to say, I think it's weird to give a game an award for us being excited about it. Because everybody's excited about different things. I think it's a very... It doesn't need to be a category, to be honest. Just like... I, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird to me. I'm really disappointed that there's not an Xbox exclusive game on this. Do we have any exclusives coming out next year? Halo Wars? Yeah. Oh, and of course Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, yep. Like, you know... Sea of Thieves is going to win so many awards. (laughs) It's going to win all the awards. Get hype. Hype is not healthy for any of us. Look at Happen to Suicide Squad. 
just but like I can't how, help it. how many times <laughs> hype has well i mean it's a different one you've tried a part of the game and you're like now i can look forward to it when you try a beta or a demo and you're like okay now i know but like this is just weird red dead redemption we know nothing we know nothing no we, we know what red dead was and red dead is an awesome game we don't know what this is how can i be anticipated for something that i've barely seen anything of that's, That's very true. How how does Red Dead Redemption Two go on, but Sea of Thieves doesn't? Right? Yeah, it's like and we. Sea of yeah. Thieves won a whole truckload of the exact same awards at, at Gamescom. Yeah, at least we've yeah. seen some of it. We haven't seen anything other People than posters and stuff of Red Dead. So it's like, how can I be excited when I have no idea how I've fast seen. those horses are running? Because if they're just as slow as in Red Dead Redemption One, I'm gonna be pissed because those horses are way too slow. I have never ridden a horse in a game and enjoyed it more than in Battlefield One. Where they just, fast. Oh, they're so fast. So yeah, I think that's the main awards that went over. We won't waste our time with the rest, no. to be honest. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we want to know your thoughts. Did all the awards go to worthy winners? Who would you have given the awards to? Either tweet us or post your comments well, below? Well, actually, actually, Ross, every year, as you will recall, I write the official Xbox One subreddit Game of the Year awards. And I have been hard at work writing this year's, which should come out hopefully by the end of this week. So you can not only tell us, but you can actually put your money where your mouth is, so to speak, and vote for your favorite categories. But you know what? Let's make this interesting. How's about you guys tell me what kind of category you would like? Seriously, just just leave some comments. And, and and maybe I'll pick one, unless your category is Scuck, and then I'll just ignore everything you've said. But Overwatch Character of the Year. Yeah, okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, no, 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 I want a category. What's that? Best official podcast for a subreddit. Oh, oh there's only God. one answer for that. Before we go, because uh, we've, been, we've been chatting for a while now, Dead Rising 4 is out, and so is Final Fantasy XV. Both very, 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 very big games. And they're both getting good reviews, which is surprising. Thoughts? I have played neither, Same. because a Dead Rising isn't out tomorrow for me, so I haven't had a chance to play it. Mm-hmm. And Final Fantasy Fifteen will probably be a Christmas present. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm so not a Final up. Fantasy person, so I'll probably will not play that because I don't. I get intimidated by games that take up a lot of time. And, Hello, Witcher. And when I heard that there's a monster in uh, Final Fantasy that takes like seventy hours to beat i was like sorry i I can't i have stuff to do i have (laughs) i have watching to sorry that's just that's just the best that's the best thing sorry i have things i have stuff to do (laughs) yeah i'm I'm sorry but i've I've never i've never i've never had a real relationship with final fantasy that's why it's hard for me to jump in you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. the type of series that you need a relationship with right i feel like if i jump into it now i'll be like yeah it's okay but i don't I don't get the references. I don't get the whole thing. In that case, I know that there's a game coming out that you are bound to be excited for because there we can argue about games and we can argue about story, but I know there's one one uniting love that we both share. Dead Rising 4. Oh, Dead Rising 4. Of course. I'm excited <laughs> for Dead Rising, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, me too, actually. I'm waiting for my pre-order to arrive. I haven't played it yet either, but uh, I will more than likely rant and rave about it uh, next week, depending on whether it's good or crap. But, yeah. Wow, okay, so we've got one more regular episode, and then basically we've got the Christmas special. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. We're going to have to try and get 
something something amazing happening next week. I don't, karaoke. Karaoke? We can maybe do I really karaoke. don't care yeah, let's, let's do for closing. karaoke. So that's been another episode of Xbox One Party Chat. We'll be back next week, hopefully, with an undead clay. Have another week. Xbox turn off. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. The official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. Let's do this. And uh, because there's only a few, so it won't take too long to to go through, and we can we can talk about them. Uh huh. Um, Do it. How you going to start with the big one? Just a second, sorry. Uh, That was uh, the best art direction. uh, No, (laughs) this is this this might have to get edited, but uh, the. yeah, no, let's just edit this. My thing just started auto-playing the, the loudest music, so I hope that uh, I hope that you don't have to hear that. Right, so... You didn't hear anything. Good. So, yeah.